0: Oh, and welcome to now available on video cassette your favorite nineties movie nostalgia podcast. I'm Tom Heunger, joined always by the uh, Matthew Broderick to my Jim Carrey, Trevor Williams. Hey, Tom! I just did. You get new glasses? These are my uh, spare pair. Oh, okay, that I wear sometimes. I just realized. Yeah, they're different. I've been getting that. Like every few days For like a couple of weeks so But they're your a, other glasses Yeah those are my other ones They're just like They're real scratched up And I recently got a new TV TV? Yeah I got a new TV Do you hook it up to the cable? No I don't hook it up to the cable But I see what <laughs> you're doing That's a great uh, That's good Good <laughs> But uh, I uh, It's you know It's fancy 4K <laughs> H- HDR high dynamic range Yeah know, It's one of them That's nice Um I think But uh, With my scratched up glasses I felt like I was like I wasn't getting The full picture We're not We're never getting The full picture Planet Earth 2 Does not look As clear and crisp As I want it to You might as well Just go outside Yeah <laughs> Yeah and find my own um, Nature Animals Yeah Yeah What do we have in Frederick We've got squirrels Bunnies we got bunnies. We got a lot of bunnies. Yeah. We have an owl. We have an owl? Just one. Just one. I feel like that's every every county has just one it's owl. It's the owl. There's only room for one owl. That makes sense. Uh it's twenty nineteen. Oh yeah. We're in the future. I think twenty twenty is the future. But yeah. apparently Blade Runner is twenty nineteen. Oh, is it? Yeah. What do you th- what do you think about the twenties? Is it going to be roaring it's again? Be roaring! I think uh, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have they're going to bring we're going to we got to have prohibition on something. Yeah, we're going to outlaw something. It's like it can't be at this point. It can't be alcohol or marijuana. Right. Got to something. It's got to be like uh, I don't know. Yeah, what's something that everyone likes and does, but that people think is Starbucks. immoral? We're going to get we're going to prohibition of Starbucks. That's a code. It's a good one. Maybe coffee, though. <laughs> that, that does kind of make... That's similar to hey, outlawing um, alcohol. America runs on Dunkin'. We can't outlaw. So donuts. We're outlawing donuts. Yeah, donuts. The great donut prohibition <laughs> of the 2020s. What do you want to see a prohibited in the, in the 2020s? Let us know at nowavailableov at gmail.com. Uh, we're past the holidays, Trevor. How how were your holidays? Oh, uh, they're exhausting. But they were exhausting. They're over now. They were especially exhausting this year. <laughs> they I were, don't know why. I went back to work and I was so tired. They weren't even particularly dramatic this year. Like I no. didn't have like any family drama or any weirdness. It was just exhausting. Yep. Yeah. It's just a lot. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? I didn't want anything. I don't, I don't make lists. I suppose you did. I, got, I didn't get anything. Did you get everything you didn't want for yeah, Christmas? Yeah, I got most of that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, what about you? I got uh, a really great uh, messenger bag. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. You got that jacket. And, uh, yeah, well, that's a birthday gift. It's got elbow patches. Yeah. But birthday gift might as well be Christmas for me. How okay. do you feel about having your birthday so close to Christmas? As a kid, I hated it. Yeah. Because it was just, you know... And also uh, generally out of school Um, by then, at least in California, when I was a kid, like usually by my birthday, we were out of school or close to being out of school. And everyone was just pumped about uh, Christmas break. Yeah. And um, and then, of course, there's the presents thing. You know, I only ever got like one or two presents. I sound like such an ungrateful shit. I only got one or two gifts. To celebrate just the day that I was born, right? When I feel like, you know, there's some kids that don't get any. Anyway. Some kids don't even get born, Tom. That's true. But some kids get like 10 presents on their birthday. Yeah, well, they're better than us. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking rich kids. But uh we we uh, Tom and I went to see Into the Spider Verse on Tom's birthday and it was pretty funny. And my parents took us and yeah, they paid it, for it It was and they like it's like we were in it was like we were, 10 we were years like old. in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, which if you haven't seen Into the Spider Verse, you should go see it in a movie theater. And I'm the kind of person that's like, I'll wait. But no. this is one you want to see in a theater. Yeah. For sure. But if you have cable at home I suppose you could wait for it to come on the cable. <laughs> but you'll have to call your cable guy, cable guy first. Yeah, cable guy. To do that. Hey, we're, we're gonna watching watch in the cable guy then. Cable guy. <laughs> remember the cable guy? Yeah, I do. I'm excited about this one. I remember um, it pretty well. This movie popped into my head recently and I just texted you the cable guy. I said yes. 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 Um this movie is directed by Ben Stiller. I think I knew that because he shows up in this film. There's an ongoing, like side, almost not even a side plot, a gag. Oh my God, Do you know what I'm talking about? You know this, yes, He's yes, on yes, trial yes. for yeah. killing his twin. Like he, he's got. So yeah, it, it's all. It's about it, a lot of it's about you know, you know, cable and having cable. And so, like, media. one of the things that they see on cable is this ongoing trial of this, like, these twin brothers where one of them kill, I guess one of the twins killed the other twin or something. Yeah. I think, and I think then there's it. like made for TV movies that are already yeah. coming out about it and, and stuff. That's yeah. Ben Stiller. Yeah. And these weird little things. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Because the whole ending <laughs> of the movie, spoiler alert. <laughs> right. Uh, as they're finally about to read the verdict right. of the murder trial and cable cuts out because Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey has, lands on the huge dish lands on the huge, uh, cable dish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pretty good climax Yeah Let's great start climax. back from Yeah, let's go Let's go back to Scene one Matthew Broderick Matthew Broderick His girlfriend is this Leslie is, Leslie Mann, I think She's married to Judd Apatow Yeah, I think you're right Yes, absolutely You're 100% correct I think she just does Apatow movies now And like Their kids are always in them And stuff like that You know what I'm talking about? It was probably cheaper, you know? <laughs> I guess so. It's just a family picture. Just hang out. I mean, it's better than probably leaving your family for months at a time. When yeah. It's just like, hey, sure. let's just all do this. Yeah. If you like them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's his girlfriend, but I don't think they're together at the beginning of the movie. I think they've, like, recently broken up. Oh, okay. They broke up. Um, but they, de- I mean, they definitely break up in the movie. Yeah. Maybe more than once And because I think it starts Because the whole reason He's getting cable Is because he's He's got a new place He's got his own place uh, And he's like Check out Come over We'll watch some cable I got HBO That's a big Because That, that works for me uh, Jim Carrey the, Who is the cable guy cable When guy. he comes over To set up his cable He's like Yeah I'll hook you up With HBO yeah, I'll set you up uh, And he's got a, a A lisp Yeah he has a, His voice is strange In this I don't know where it comes from exactly what the character is but um he kind of does the like what lisp thing you know like yeah. that's that's sort of a running thing yeah Jack, Jack Black is his friend. Jack Black is his friend. Murphy Broderick's friend. And he fucking hates Jim Carrey. Well, he's right from the beginning. Well, yeah. This guy, there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah, he's weird. So this was maybe one of the first like dark comedy movies yeah. that I watched. And I Me didn't, too. And I didn't realize that it was like a dark comedy. Well, this is our first Carrey, Jim Carrey movie, right? That we've done on the podcast? Yeah, I think. Uh, no, no, we did The Mask. Oh, you're right. And that movie was... Smokin'. Weird as fuck. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. So, but this is uh, our second Jim Carrey. But we were used to Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura in the mask. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Crazy, zany, and always the good guy. Always good and and uh. like kid friendly ish. Yeah. And like a potty and so for him what? to become uh, a stalker who meets people by setting up cable because it I think yeah. you find out that later on he doesn't even work for the cable company. Yeah, I think like you're he was right. like I think fired, he was fired from the cable company, and he's done this before. Yeah. Like, I think he's, like, people of... Yeah, he's he's the stalker. But he was essentially raised by a television. They do, like, a flashback. Right, yeah, he's a sad character. And uh, his mom calls it the babysitter. Mm-hmm. He's a sad character. He's a, a sad, sad character. character. Yeah, you feel for him. Um, yeah. But he's creepy. And, I mean, he's funny. There's some really good... He's really funny in it. Oh, yeah. Um, there's the whole karaoke scene. That's... Yeah, um, that's a great scene. Uh... Yeah, and he. Oh, and probably I think the most iconic scene from the movie is the medieval times sequence. It's good. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, I was just there. I believe uh, Janine Garofalo. She's the waitress. She's the waitress at uh, medieval times, but yeah, just that whole uh, that whole section where, like, from them sitting in the stands to them like getting down there and like it gives all the knights fighting. free cable. Yeah, yeah, and so they get to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said you were recently at Medieval Times. Yeah, I was there for a birthday. Did your night win? Uh, he did win. Yeah, nice. it was awesome. It That's was the red and yellow night. Makes it so much better. It was so much better. We went uh, about a year ago for my for my thirty first birthday. So <laughs> so for my thirty first birthday, I wanted to go to Medieval Times. For my thirty second, saw a movie with your parents. <laughs> with with my friend Trevor and my parents. <laughs> But our night won then too. Hell yeah! And it was just it makes it so much more fun. And then my six year old niece got to be queen of love and beauty. That's huge. And I I cried. Aww. <laughs> just she had she was like went from like I think being maybe a little bit bored to <laughs> this be, is the best To, like. Lights on her, like getting her picture taken. Yeah, uh, yeah it was, She, she was this, six. She was yeah. She was freaking out. Yeah, that's how you get a six-year-old to really be in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, It's all about you, kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> whose birthday? Oh my god. Um, yeah. Medieval times. So yeah, that's uh, a, a great fun, scene. Fun um. Yeah, I remember there's some creepy stuff with Jim Carrey. He like spies on Leslie Mann. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. And last then, like, name. he sets himself up on a date with her. Right? So then he tries or, to get or, with, yeah, he tries to get with her. But he like shows up as like a friend, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember, so he, uh, Matthew Broderick is going to like some gathering with uh, to at Leslie Mann's family's house, or maybe yeah, maybe it's both of their parents or someone's parents, maybe yeah, it's his parents, it's somebody's parents, maybe I think both it's Matthew sets. Broderick's parents, and he, and uh. Uh, Jim Carrey's there, who I think his name is Chip. Yeah. But it, you find out that he just takes names from characters on TV. I don't remember what show um, that was from. I think it was maybe Leave It to Beaver or <clears> something <throat> like that. Shit. But <clears throat> they end up playing some form of the game Password. Right. But it's like pornographic Password. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's like whispering. He's like, penis. <laughs> Nipples. foreskin. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, and and Matthew Broderick has to say, I'm pretty sure he freaks out because he doesn't want to say that stuff to his mom. Yeah, right, right. He's like, I'm not saying that to my mother. Yeah. And he's already like really stressed out about this guy because he's doing all this weird stuff. And at one point, uh, Jim Carrey like hires a prostitute to sleep with him. Yeah, it's when they're having a party. It's like the same scene as the karaoke scene. Right. And uh, he thinks like this girl's super into him and they're sort of broken up and yeah. And. I, the next morning Jim Carrey is making breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, So did you have a good time last night? And uh and Matthew Broderick's like, Yeah, 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 it was great, blah, 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 whatever. And he's like, All right, you got you got next time. Right. God, that's weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Kinda of, kinda of fucked. It's super fucked. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, But also, too, that whole party scene is, like, they're all people that he, like, gives free cable to or something like that. Right. Yeah, he's got a weird circle of friends. And then Jack Black is the one who eventually does the background check. Yeah. And finds out, no, this guy is totally twisted. Yeah. But then Jim Carrey starts, like, turning everyone against Matthew Broderick. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he does. He might even get arrested. I think he gets arrested. And Jim Carrey took pictures of him and the prostitute, and he gives them to, like, girlfriend. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, and, like, his job, too. He, like, he loses yeah. his job or something. No, his, yeah, his whole life is fucked up as soon as he's like, yeah. I don't want to be your friend anymore. And Jim Carrey's, like, heartbroken and crazy. And he's just like, fine, well, you know, you'll want to be my friend. I can fix this Yeah. after I destroy it kind of thing. Got the idea of, you know, a stalker that just, like that just desperately wants to be your friend, but like also will ultimately destroy your life. That's kind of a scary. It's terrifying. Uh, thing that I feel like, you know, I mean, it happens to people. No, I mean, that's why it's good. I mean, I think this movie is why I just keep everyone at a a distance. (laughs) A good distance. Just, (laughs) Just, we are acquaintances. Yeah. It's uh, hard, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because then he stops being friends with Jack Black, who is his actual friend, because he's always like having to hang out with this guy. Have you ever had a friend, you personally, that um, any time throughout your life that was just like always wanted to hang out and always like? Oh yeah, they became like kind of like uh, I don't know. Probably never. Cl- as cl- close to the term stalker as Jim Carrey, but like, well, when you're a kid, then it's just like it's right. different because they're kids. But yeah, right. when I was a kid, I had a couple friends that would call me all the time, and I was very introverted for the most part. And sometimes mm-hmm. I just wanted to stay home and play video games. Yeah, and these kids would like want to ride bikes all around town, yeah. and I would do it because I was too. I felt bad saying no, so I would just like be riding my bike all around town, being like, wish I was playing Mario right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) By myself. It's, yeah. I don't know. I needed, I needed alone time. Yeah. I just need that. Um, did you ever have friends that got like mad at you because you didn't want to hang out or because you couldn't hang out? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I definitely knew kids like that that would get like very emotionally upset if they couldn't hang out with me or another one of our friends or something like that. It's hard because you're like, (laughs) that's sort of nice, but it's also like, sorry. Yeah. I can't. I just can't sometimes. God, we are so fucking popular. Oh my gosh. So popular. Or like, we really just are super misanthropic and we just don't want to talk to humans. True. (laughs) True, true, true. Um, Well, can you uh, remember anything else about this movie that uh, you feel like needs to be talked about. So yeah, the big the big climax that we started talking oh, about at the right. beginning. They go to this the the big cable dish and they sorta of fight it out on top of there. It's very goldeneye. Right. <laughs> and they get they get up like yeah, it is very goldeneye. Um <laughs> and they go up even higher, they climb up even higher or something mm-hmm. because eventually he gets he falls. He, he falls down onto like the middle part of the dish, and you. Th- it shows the it side shot shows, of him like yeah, getting side skewered. Shot like he's been like impaled by it. Yeah. But he's just. But it's, he's. Yeah. Next to it. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And there's even a moment afterward where it's almost like he's. I feel like it shows him being disappointed that he didn't get impaled by it, which is kind of sad. Yeah, he's like that would have been cool. Yeah. You know, like that would have <laughs> been that would have been the right ending for this. Yeah. But then, do you remember the the very end when he gets taken away in the ambulance? Yes, he's, uh, no, it's, I think it's, uh, like, a helicopter. He, okay, yeah. Uh, he's, like, um, uh, he's, like, all wrapped up <laughs> because he's, like, he has a serious back and neck <laughs> yeah, injury. He's fucked up. And, uh, I th- forget what his name, oh, he gives a new name. Do you remember what the name is? I don't remember. I think it might be Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo. Um, Ricky Ricardo, yeah. I yeah, think either right. that or, uh. What's the kid's name from uh, Happy Days? Richie. I don't remember. Yeah, something. Yeah, Cunningham. Cunningham. Richie Cunningham. Ron Howard. Right. But I don't think it is. I think it might be Ricky Ricardo. That's kind of funny funny. because he does not look at all Cuban. Doesn't Uh, look like (laughs) Ricky (laughs) Ricardo. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Hey, buddy, like it's okay," and he's like, "Really? Am I your buddy? You know?" He's, like, already starting over again. (laughs) It's this creepiness. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's, you know. So what we're saying is, Cable Guy 2, where are you? Cable Guy 2. Yeah. He's He's definitely in a hospital still, right? I mean, he had a severe spinal injury, right? I suppose, yeah. But I'm sure he got out. But I guess Cable Guy 2, like, he'd be having a harder... Like, you try selling Cable to a millennial. He's like an Xfinity guy. Yeah, but... (laughs) I feel, you know, what's like, the new thing is, like, everyone's got Hulu and Netflix, and, so, what's he do? Well, I mean, people still set up the internet, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, he's just an internet guy. He's an internet guy. Still a cable guy. I mean, he's still dealing with the same wires, yeah. Still a Fios guy, a fiber optics network engineer Mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, one of those guys. (laughs) Man. Um, I wouldn't say no to free internet. Yeah, but would you say no to free internet if you knew that it would be a, come attached to a crazy friendship? Well, I feel know. like a lot really of... want free internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, free internet's uh, it's pretty good. Depends. Do I get to go to medieval, medieval time? times and yeah. fight on the? Eh, I mean, maybe for a couple months, I'll try it. You it's know? hard to break up with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any associated memories with this movie? Like where you saw it, when you saw it, who it was with. I think it was on tv it was on tv a lot yeah i remember we did rent it and like i think we watched it like as a family i think i might have too um but uh yeah i just remember just watching it a lot and it was on hbo a oh. lot it was on tv a lot is mm-hmm. this the one that Owen Wilson is also in, and he beats him up in the bathroom? Do you remember that? Oh my God! Yes, because he's on a date with yes. Leslie Mann, and, and he's he like, kicks his ass in the bathroom. Shit. That's fucking Owen Wilson. That is Owen Wilson. Yes. If it's not Owen Wilson, it's totally Owen. It totally looks a lot like Owen Wilson. It's a hundred percent. I'm 100%. pretty sure it's Owen Wilson. Yeah, and he beats him up in the bathroom, and he and he sticks his face on the uh that the dryer, yeah. the hand dryer. Yeah, he beats the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> Oh yeah that's good that's a good all scene. Right, let's watch this movie okay I'm cool excited about it all <laughs> right uh go watch the cable guy you're gonna love it i hope i think we're i hope we love it i'm excited all right bye that was good that, that was, was one of my favorite parts of the movie was just him singing along to the background music yeah 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 he was and I like it makes me wonder like did the composer for the film like uh compose things based on what they were doing because a lot of time that happens in post and i think they were using a lot of theme song and like other scores in there? Yeah, I mean, Jim Carrey's character is kind of just a com- constant reference to current yeah. and 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 older TV shows and movies. Everything about really it, from clever, his, yeah, from funny his names, and yeah. Um. Yeah. What would you think? My immediate reaction: I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's, it's good. A, I think it's a legitimately good, good movie. Like it holds up. It's shot very well. It's a really good balance of, of comedy and, and and dark, disturbing, disturbingness. Yeah, um, I, I feel like it's even more disturbing now. Yes, because I haven't seen it in a long time, and I, I'm sure I missed a lot of stuff when I was a kid. Like I knew that he was troubled, and that he was you know, there's too much there. But like there's a lot of stuff that I missed. Well, as a right. Kid. Well, and also when you're a kid, the way you make friends is yeah. essentially the way that he. Is trying to make friends, which is, I met you, therefore we're friends now. It's very childlike. When, yeah, yes. when you're a kid, that's like that's how you make friends at school. Like you say hi, and, and you were friends, you hang out for five minutes, and they're like, okay, we're friends now. Yeah, and you're gonna see each you'll other come the to next my birthday day. party, right? Yeah, and you'll see them every day because yeah, you're in the yeah. same class as that kid, and so it didn't register to me as much when, when I was younger. Like so how childlike. disturbing it is that like, like he okay, first like, he just came over to install your cable and how weird would it be if the person who came to set up your internet or set up whatever was like so you want to hang out tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and that's disturbing on a number of levels because on that first level it's like fuck no like i don't have time for that i don't know you at all like it's weird enough you're in my house yeah (laughs) but the second level to that is like that's fucked up that that's how i think because the way that we just treat each other in like passing and in like I guess just negotiated services sure. are is weird. Like, I don't know. Which I think at some point Matthew Broderick is being he's like at some point he's like, you know what, why why not give this guy a shot? Yeah, I feel that way too. Like I, he's I've he's been, trying to be nice. He definitely acknowledges it as kinda of like it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like And he's a weird guy, so Yeah, that's the other thing. It's not extra. like it's not like they like struck up a conversation about a mutual interest or anything. No. They're like <laughs> <laughs> they don't – we don't even really know what Matthew Broderick's interests are. He's an architect or something? Yeah, I guess he's an architect. He works Steven. in real estate. Steven. Steven. Yeah, the Lisp thing was pretty funny. That was like, funny. Um, uh, but, but yeah, like you, um, I wrote down, yeah, we should do that sometime, which is such like a big part of being an adult. Oh, yeah. You mean when uh, <laughs> when, uh, when when Jim Carrey Car- yeah. Car- is like, oh, we should go to take – I'll go to the satellite. Yeah, I'll show you the time. Yeah. And, and he's like, Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. And that's really just like mm, yeah, yeah. But I'm not no. gonna make any I'm effort to make, make that any happen. Plans. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what <laughs> I feel like a lot of a lot of time it's just like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then it's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Or just I mean the same as like maybe. It's like the honestly, yeah, maybe. it's the it's the fucking I love that uh you know, when you get invited to something on like Facebook or something, I'm it's interested. like it says, um, "Are you going? Yes, maybe, or no." And you know, anyone who says maybe is just—they just don't want to say no. I will sometimes go. Yeah. I just put it there so it tells me that that thing is happening, but wanna, I don't know you, until you, five minutes you before. You don't want to commit. You don't want to commit. Fuck I gotta, no! I yeah. don't want to commit to but doing a thing so it, it, far in more advance. More times than not, if you say maybe. It probably means you're not way coming. more times, yeah, <laughs> way more times. But if I say maybe at least it's going to remind me, and then five minutes before I might be like, all right, I'll do the thing. But then imagine, so he goes to the satellite with with him, yeah. and then he just shows up, and we t- we didn't even mention the basketball scene in the first half, but like I forgot about. Then that. he just shows up where he and his friends are playing their pickup game of basketball. That's problematic. Like, and again, too, that didn't register as how like creeped out. Uh, Matthew Broderick must have been. Yeah. Well, I guess like, you know, because when we're kids, we're like, well, yeah, it's like the school gym. Of course he goes there, but it's not. It's just like a random
1: yeah, gym. Yeah, he shows like, up. It's like, a oh, random guys, basketball you court. You guys
0: play here too? <laughs> right. I mean, you don't play here. No way. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down mandate uh, from and I Love You Man because mm-hmm. of like how how weird and awkward it is for I guess just two adults most of the time, but I guess men particularly in our society to like bond and yeah, become make, friends, make new friends, making yeah. new friends. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess, uh, yeah. You know, if like we weren't neighbors, yeah. Would we have, would we have hung out as much? Because maybe because we of, traveled in a lot of musician circles, yeah, a lot of musician circles, you, uh, you initiated the first conversation like, Hey, you're my neighbor. But honestly, most of the people I hang out with are my neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> if it, if they don't live on the same street yeah, as well, me, I'm not gonna. Well, and we still and we still pretty much are neighbors too. You we know, yeah. live down the street. Now. We live on the same street. Yeah, <laughs> um, just it's like a five minute walk. It's not even that. It's not even five it's minutes. It's Not even. Um, but uh, but also too, I I think you know, I think the key to making friends when you're an adult is just it Being someone that you have a lot of mutual interests. Yeah. And doing m- things like activities. Musicians. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, games. Yeah. Games in general. Theater stuff. Theater stuff. Yeah. Movie there's, stuff. Yeah. There's a ton, ton of things that like helped cultivate that. But this is literally a guy who's an architect. Right. And a guy who's posing as a guy who not for, even really a, works cable for a cable company. So, like, yeah, how do. But well, that's just it, too. Like, he doesn't... Like, he's never really learned to interact with humans properly because it. everything is TV, TV, TV. He was raised by the TV, yeah. Which way, uh, his mom in that brief little scene is Kathy Griffin. I saw that in the credits. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he's following him around, basically just trying to insert himself into those activities, mm-hmm. the basketball thing. And the basketball thing was a problem because he doesn't know how to interact with people. And he is such a child... That, like, as soon as one person breaks the rule, he's like, Oh, so we're going prison rules. Yeah. <laughs> and he just starts, like, roughing people up and, like, playing way too hard. He's like, He's like that kid yeah. that can't handle, like, Oh, you're going to break the rules? Well, then I'm going to break the rules hard. Yeah. <laughs> he breaks the, the what do hey, you call uh, that thing? The backboard. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Does the shack attack. That's pretty cool. I mean, it looks fun. Yeah, no, totally. He climbs up Jack Black's back. Jack Black's back. Jack Black's back. He Who? comes up Jack Black's back. Jack Black, uh, It's a nice little side character. Classic here. Jack Black. Yeah. Also, though, I was remarking while we were watching it, I have no idea what Jack Black and Matthew Broderick's characters have in common in this. I, I guess I it's guess, music. I guess it's Soundgarden. I guess because they're going to go to a Soundgarden concert, I mean, we can it's assume. It's certainly implied because yeah. he's wearing a Soundgarden uh, shirt. And I think he's listening to a Soundgarden song. Maybe. I, don't, dropping them off. I didn't when know I don't... them enough to be able to pinpoint it, but yeah, it was, uh, I guess that's their thing. They go to concerts and Jack Black is like a camera guy or something, right? He works in some sort of Yeah, it looks like media. he works in like a newsroom or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else, uh, oh, it was Owen Wilson. It was Owen Wilson. He's such a tool. Yeah, he's a super tool in it. Like, he's like, he's like asking questions, but only pretending to listen and yeah. then like, um, and he's really rude to the waiter. So rude to the waiter. Um, and he's being like really, like, he's coming on really strong mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he goes into the bathroom and Jim Carrey kicks his ass. And in- he's not even fighting back, really. No. And I, I, in my memory, uh, Jim Carrey, like, kicked the shit out of him, like, way more. He just plucks his eyebrows. I was outside. thinking while we were watching, I was like, you know what would make this movie really dark? If you just drowned he him in the toilet, kills just <laughs> fucking just kill them, so that does kind of. We'll skip some stuff because I wanted to think about the end. Yeah, he he takes Robin. Jim Jim Carrey takes Robin to the cable to to the satellite to show her. But he's clearly unraveling, and she is getting uncomfortable. Yeah, because he's really he's won her over already. That he's this great guy. Yeah, but after Stephen is just like not interested, he's like losing it. And she can tell, and then he somehow ties her up, and like and he's he's she's like a, dangling. And he's got like a pulley system set up or something. Like and, it's it's somewhat maybe, and maybe it's already there. But then he's like, "I'm just like winging it." <laughs> he <don't> doesn't know <laughs> <laughs> that was great. because well, as soon as you saw that, you're like, what's his plan here? Yeah, like and what <laughs> is he doing? And then he says, and that. then he's like, "I have no idea. I'm just kind of going moment to moment. Don't know what to do." And he doesn't know what to do. Um, he, and I remember, I th- I thought, um, I thought that maybe. Uh, in a some kind of tussle, he ends up falling over the edge. Yeah, I, fr- I, I forgot too. that it was like it, it gets so dark. Like, where yeah, he's no, like, he's just gonna. He, he just just gonna decides gonna like kill himself. Oh, you know, what? I'm gonna kill myself. And, and he's talking and, to the helicopter, who's and his and mom, break, and break cable. Yes, he says somebody has, has to, to kill, kill the, the babysitter. babysitter. Oh my god, yeah, that it, was good. It was good. I think it's a really good, really good script. And apparently, most of the script was actually written by Judd Apatow
1: but it, oh. he doesn't get credit for it
0: he actually lost a like an arbitration battle with the Writers Guild of America. Really? Um huh. yeah. Um and for uh, credit? Yeah. I mean he got paid, but he didn't get credit. I'm sure he got paid, yeah. yeah, but I mean he's got he is a producer on it too. That's funny. I wonder if that's where he met Leslie Mann. Huh? Probably. I don't know. Um Oh, well no, I don't know because remember, well, I think it's 96 the same year as uh heavyweights cuz I remember on, like, a first uh, first date, he showed Leslie Mann heavyweights. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I remember that Maybe. from that episode. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 96. Uh, there's also some other. There's Bob Odenkirk and David Cross are in this. Bob Odenkirk and David Cross, yeah. They're not in the same scene. And they don't really say anything. They don't have a lot. Bob, yeah. Odenkirk, Odenkirk. says one thing yeah. at, in the dinner that Jim Carrey's at. And then David Cross works... He's, like, a I he's think an architect he's credited guy. as, like, sales associate okay. or something, like, in the same architect firm. He just laughs and does a funny face. He just point. does funny, goofy faces, and he, and we, like, you if you blinked, you would have missed it. Like, you wouldn't realize that that was David but, Cross. Yeah, but they were doing Mr. Show already at that time. Yeah, yeah. And so they were all, like, it, I wonder if Ben Stiller or someone knew them from Mr. Show and brought them in just to, like. Huh, yeah, just be doing stuff because I mean that was on HBO. What and that do you think about all the show. little tiny bit parts that some people had? Those two, Kyle Gas, Kyle Gas is the guy who picks up the book after after the cable goes out. That was a very Truman Show kind of thing too. It like was. remember at the end of Truman Show and like he leaves and people are like, "What do we do now? What do we do now? We'll change the channel. Live our own lives." Well, yeah, that was some people. Some people were just. Watching, let's watch something else. What else is on? But uh, but this one Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. <laughs> you don't know the not Jack Black one, he <laughs> he takes a book, he picks it up, and he's like, Oh, yeah, he does, <laughs> he's like audibly enjoying it. It's like, Oh, I remember that's a good cool book, pictures in my brain. <laughs> so that's the theme, I guess, is like. Someone's has got to kill the babysitter. Someone's kill the babysitter. Yeah. Well, and it is funny that like it, they're about to read this verdict, which all of those little little snippet like news clips of the the fake trial that's going on are really yeah. funny. They're they are to, it's Ben Stiller. Yeah, they're about to go. It was like an Asian I think they game. <laughs> they <laughs> speaking something. I think Sounds it was like Asian. <laughs> It was, if you didn't watch it, you should go watch it just for that just for that like that was oddly hilarious. Uh, I remember that killing me as a kid yeah. too um, but when it I like that it shows like how like look everybody's revolving this moment around the television right? and it's like and they're it's making like, a TV movie thing and it's like but who cares these are child at they were child actors mm-hmm. who grew up to do nothing. And then one of them killed the other one. They were twins, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> Thank you, and we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> but like, it's amazing. That's like, it is a really great example of uh, the media landscape, especially at that time, because sure. like OJ shit. Oh yeah, OJ stuff was happening yeah. around this time. But um, people were fixated on these people. That we, why do why Not do like we even care lives. about why do we even care about them why I mean, it sucks that pe- that murder happens, but people are dying. <laughs> people are stop. getting murdered all the time. Why do we care about these child actors more than other people that are getting murdered? That's my point. Anyway, how do you feel about answering machines? Um, I, I Part of me kind of misses them for two reasons. One, <laughs> we used to need them because you couldn't be reached at all times. That was nice. Um, I still can't. But, <laughs> but I just make myself unavailable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I certainly don't answer the phone if I don't want to. Um, but then also, uh, I don't know. There's something. That I re- I remember as a kid just, like, coming home, like, oh, there are messages on the answering machine. And, Beep. Yeah. And I remember, too, like, we, I remember having ones that had, you know, tape in them. Mm-hmm. You know? um, weird. Yeah. So weird. And you can, like, run out of room on your answering machine. I mean, I guess we can. I guess your voicemail box. It, it does fill, fill up. up. Yours fills up, actually. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I just don't uh, check them and then well, I don't agree. Yeah, it's like, voice mailbox is full. <laughs> I guess I should do something about that. How am I going to tell Trevor I want to go to Medieval Times? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Uh, that was a great scene. Oh, Andy Dick, too. Andy, Andy Dick, Dick was the, the lead, yeah. the, what do we call him? King, I guess? The, the host. He was pretty funny. Yeah. Jeanine Groffalo was funny. Yeah, again, like just tons and tons of, great. and like Ben yeah. Stiller has a, a long list of friends. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, the the medieval time scene when they're fighting it out, and Jim Carrey's doing the uh, the Star Trek thing. I forgot that was a Star Trek. Yeah, it's like that time. (laughs) If we don't fight to the death, they will kill us both. (laughs) Goodbye, Jim. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that was good. Um, I forgot about the jail scene. Yeah, where he goes the, to jail, yeah, where he goes to jail and he's on the phone. The, oh, barely, <laughs> oh, which, like, how did we forget that? That's like also another, <laughs> he like, he puts his hand up to the glass and then he puts his nipple up yeah. and it's like smushed up there. It's another iconic moment from that movie. <laughs> Man, there are a lot of things, um, in this movie that I feel like, um, solidified certain things into the pop culture lexicon, like the hello, Clarice. You know, and he's like he puts on the chicken. Skin right, on his and I don't face. even think that happens in Silence of the no, Lambs because I, I, I read that somewhere it was like, you know what, Hannibal Lecter never says, in, yeah, <laughs> in it is hello Clarice, yeah. um, and so that was just Jim Carrey improvising something in the movie that apparently Ben Stiller was like loved and was nice. like that's in the movie. <laughs> um, and so, so, I, and there are a few different times. That's the one, the one that really stood out to me. that I was just like, "Wow, people didn't watch this movie more and realize its contribution to the, I don't know the, the pop culture, yeah, just yeah, or the the alternate pop culture Shazam yes. kind of world, yes, exactly, yeah. Well, because it's, I mean, that's all Jim Carrey's character is in this movie is like he's just constantly regurgitating, yeah. Things from movies and TV, like when he says the thing from Jerry Spring—that was, was Jerry Springer's final th- thought this uh, this this week. <laughs> right, his um, advice for to- how he can get get her back. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, so many references. There was a Waterworld reference. Yes, there was. <clears throat> there was a Goldeneye reference, which. Yes. I didn't even know he was gonna say it was like Goldeneye, <laughs> but yeah. he's like, "This is a really cool place for a climax." It's like Goldeneye. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is like Goldeneye. Oh man, I thought I thought Jim Carrey did a great job. Uh, I oh, me too, big time. I thought Matthew Broderick did too. Yeah. I would watch. Uh, I said this while we were watching. it, I would watch another movie with the two of them. I thought that they had pretty good chemistry, and yeah, are kind of at just a weird. A weird pairing, a but weird it works. Pairing. Yeah, I don't know if Broderick does that much stuff anymore. I don't think he does movies. This is our second often. Broderick, though. We did yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla, which I think came after this. Oh, funny. Um, yeah, huh. it's really you know, really blew him up. He was to big. Godzilla, Condu- yeah, uh, the action star. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think he ran in that movie. I guess he ran <laughs> Leon the Professional. Ran, oh man. Can we watch Leon the Professional? We should. Um, I don't think I have any other notes. It was just I enjoyed the movie. It I agree that it was a good combination of funny and dark. Like I laughed a lot, but Jim Carrey is hard to. It's he's hard not to laugh at. I, I haven't seen. Did you ever watch that Number Twenty Three movie? That he was in? Oh, the number twenty three? No, I didn't. I didn't um, either. Like, I want to know. If, I've I've heard from some people that it's great. I've heard from some people that it's not so good. I've uh, heard, I've heard a lot of mixed things. Because like, it kind of makes me want to see if he can go there. You know, I feel like he can. He's a good actor. Just go real dark. Mm-hmm. He yeah. never like even by the end of that, you were still kind of feeling for him. Yeah, you oh, didn't oh, want absolutely. him to. You didn't want him to die. You wanted him to be okay. He has a tragic backstory. Um, so apparently every cast member of the Ben Stiller show appears on screen during the film. So I think and all those people that we were talking Mm -hmm. about were part of that show. Oh yeah. Um, I think you're right. One thing that I thought was out fucking rageous, um, is that, uh, Jim Carrey negotiated $20 million to do this movie, which set a new record. Really? Um, but uh, this, and again, this is IMDb trivia. Um, so, I don't know if this is actually true. Oh, but I, I just remember Tabitha Soren. Oh, yeah. From, from MTV from News. MTV News was, yeah. There. Yeah. That was MTV, right? The Ben Stiller show? Yeah. Okay. Um, when Jim Carrey was negotiating his $20 million salary for the film, he insisted that <clears throat> his attorney and two managers all wear Ace Ventura dressing gowns <laughs> uh, Wait. As, as not to lose their sense of perspective. What is an Ace Ventura dressing gown? I don't know. What does that look like? I have no idea. Or maybe when he's... Well, he he. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Dressing gown. Apparently, there's a novelization of the movie. Uh, and in this one, it strongly implies that Sam Sweet was found guilty of the murder of his brother, Stan. <laughs> well, I feel like that's what the made-for-TV movie was suggesting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, cameo, David ba- Bow, helicopter right. pilot at the end of the movie is played by one of the stars of UHF. Really? which is set in a television station and features parodies of several television shows. We should watch that one. Yeah. I cannot find a dressing gown that is Ace Ventura. I see a lot of costumes, especially the one with the tutu. I feel like if he actually got his attorneys to wear just anything Ace Ventura related, that would get people who were, you know, be like, because I'm sure Ace Ventura was huge, made billions. Probably. I mean, by now. By now, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, I recently purchased. Did you? So we can both of them. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, it was. A, well, it was a double feature DVD. Awesome. Um, I would highly suggest to everyone, whether you've seen this movie or not, to watch it. Yeah, that's a rare uh, recommendation. On this I think show. it was good, and it was yeah. shot well. We, we, you, we were talking about. The cinematography is very good. There's cool shots. The um, weird, creepy dream sequence that he has. He's got these crazy contacts Oh, my God, on. no. Oh, God. When he's on the phone with him, and In it's the... dark, and it's dark, In and the... a fucking spider crawls, crawls across, across his, his face. face. Oh, my God. That was uh, so that, that gave ridiculous. Me a, that gave me a shiver. Um, yeah, no, it's oh shot really, really well. Uh, I think the script is good. It's a good story. It's well acted. Um, yeah, I really highly suggest it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. It's, it's got that scary kind of thing that I think it's scary because it's possible. Yeah. Not only possible, but like has definitely happened to people. Yeah. (laughs) Like stalker, stalkers are scary. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Good movie. Well, that's going to do it. Watch it. Um... All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to now available on video cassette. We really appreciate uh, your your listenership. Is that a word? It is now. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear from you. Just email us. Do it. At, uh, e- <laughs> oh, at Rich e- emailed us, but <laughs> we forgot to read it. Yeah, but you know, so, you know, something about Home Alone too. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> Uh email us at nowavailableov. That's the letters O V at gmail.com. Now available O V at gmail.com. Uh, you can also tweet at us, get at us on the Instagram at nowavailableovc. ovc. We need um positive reinforcement to get us to make content on the internet besides yeah. this. Yeah, we need more. Yeah. <laughs> you can also go to our patreon.com/slash the annual that's the best kind of positive reinforcement. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, what do you, you want to see us do in 2019? Uh, live event? We, uh, we'd love to do that. We could do that. Live event or uh, maybe uh, um, some kind of contest, like a sweepstakes. <laughs> sweepstakes! <laughs> um, which I feel like we're all over the 90s. Did you ever sweep yeah. yeah. Did you ever do uh like, you know, send in I think maybe a thing. once. I don't remember what it was for. Like, it was I, a lot I feel of work. Like Nickelodeon had them all the time. Yeah. It was like they do did. this, and we'll fly you and your family To into Orlando, Florida. Florida. Yeah. So hey. <laughs> so just write in and now available O via gmail.com and maybe we'll send you to Orlando, uh, Florida. That's Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. Oh <laughs> uh, Alright, that's that's gonna do it uh, Happy 2019 everybody uh, And Trevor Tom Final words of wisdom Alright, well You know, this, uh, this movie was highly critical Of the media landscape in 1996 It was weirdly predictive Of the media landscape In uh, our world today Being able to play Mortal Kombat With your friend in Vietnam <laughs> It came up a couple times But whatever, however bad it was in '96, you can be sure it's so much worse today. (laughs) Don't forget to check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now we're available on video cassette. Now we're available on video cassette. Now we're available on video cassette. You can watch it on your TV set right now. Okay. Homey hum You ready? Let's just dive in. Just dive in. Yeah. Head first. Um I'm more of a feet first guy. Don't even check for rocks. No. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I'm testing those waters. <laughs> I'm wearing my water shoes.